At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're going to give you guys a little bit of good news and we're going to give you guys a little bit of bad news right here at the top. The good news is the next Sunday that we will not have football, it is going to be in February. We've got football all the way through the rest of this calendar year and then into next calendar year. So that's the good news. The bad news is for those of you guys who are making mortgage payments and or rent payments, thanks to fading Dallas Keuchel that unfortunately wanted coming to an end on Sunday. So I do apologize about that. So we will need to find other ways to be able to make money other than fading our good friend, Mr. Keuchel. And you know what? We've got a good guest list to be able to do so here in the first hour. Going to be joined by two gentlemen across Las Vegas that do an absolutely amazing job. Dave Tooley, he's here at the network. He tracks darn near every single betting market that you're going to find. Does a great job taking a look at all the trends that we're finding in all forms of football, baseball, basketball. list goes on and on. I'll get his reactions from week one of college football. I know that he's got a couple MLB plays, and I know he's put in a couple teasers for week one of the NFL. So we're going to be chatting with him. In about 15 or so minutes, those of you guys listening live, 9.15 p.m. Pacific time, 12.15 a.m. Eastern time. And then in about 30 minutes, we go down to the Rampart. Dwayne Colucci, one of the most friendly gentlemen out here in Las Vegas. He is going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at just a little bit of a behind-the-counter sort of viewpoint as to what we're seeing in terms of week one of the NFL, what wound up happening this weekend 
in college football and the way that openers have been getting pounded as well. And I'm going to be adding a little bit on that here in the first segment as well. Our number two, David Baker. He's a tremendous poker player and also a man that won winning the Westgate Super Contest a few seasons ago. He is going to be joining me. We're going to be taking a look at week one of the NFL with him as he's going to be in studio. So I will not be alone at the desk all night long. And then in our number three, Albert Wynn. You may know him as analytics capper. Does a great job handicapping the game of football. Does a great job with baseball as well. We're going to be talking a little baseball. We're going to be talking a little football, some futures, some week one. So we've got a little bit of everything tonight. We've got to take a look at what we want to getting from our rambunctious week one of college football. Got to be taking a look at the NFL. And we've got a nice slate of baseball Monday as well. We've got 13 games, so we're going to be taking a look at a little bit of everything. We've got one college football game in Clemson versus Georgia Tech. I personally don't have too much on that, so we're going to kick that one to the guests, try to see if we can get a little bit of a play for you guys on that one as well. I'm more of someone that I like to typically feel out sports that aren't my primary ones. I've got two primary ones in college basketball on baseball and season you're always able to see my spreadsheet on my Twitter feed at GNRS41. I wind up handicapping all the games. And it's just one of those things where if you wind up having sports in which you pay attention to, like with regards to all forms of football, I wind up paying attention quite a bit. I've joined the Super Contest a few times myself. I'm looking at the Circa Millions this year as well. So those with regards to NFL, I wind up doing a little bit more with that rather than college football. But I don't think it's bad to wind up getting a little bit of a sample in terms of first few weeks if you're someone that winds up having a little bit of a different primary sport, like say basketball, baseball, you're able to throw in their tennis, whatever you wind up betting. If you wind up having a little bit of a different sport, being able to get a little bit of a feel sometimes is a good thing. And even those that have a primary sport of like college football, I know that many people in college basketball, they love to be able to take a little bit of inventory, get like three, four weeks of data in college basketball. Heck, they don't wind up betting non-conference at all. They just dive in during conference play. It's different strokes for different folks. Really, the one sport in which you probably want to be getting going a little bit earlier is the NFL, just because typically with Week 18, a lot of those games turn into big, giant calamities when you've got teams that are completely out of it. And it's the sport in which you've got the most intel going into the season that you're going to find, unlike college, where you've got a whole bunch of turnover and you've got a bunch of guys that, well, they just wind up graduating in general. You're not going to find too many guys that have more than five years of experience in college football because... That would be a case in which you wind up getting a very rare redshirt couple with a COVID year. But I do think that that is something that you're able to take advantage of. And when it comes to college football in general, I do think that what we wound up seeing this past weekend, very good if you're looking to extract some value. I remember this wound up happening during the college basketball season a few years ago. And now we might wind up seeing the college football equivalent because over the last seven days in college football. So this pretty much takes out the week zero game. So the games that we wound up seeing from Thursday on, we wound up seeing some relative domination by the favorites as they've gone 46 and 35 straight up. That's right around 57% cover rate. And even bigger than that, the home teams, they've been dominating. They have went 50 and 31 against the spread over this last seven day span. So this takes out the week zero games. And I do think that this is very good if you're looking for overreactions. And we always wind up finding it after week one because with week one, these are the most heavily bet games that you're going to find until it really winds up getting big into in the college football form, the bowl games and the college football playoff. And then when it comes to the NFL, obviously the Super Bowl is just the most bet event of the entire season. You've got 100 million billion props. You've got everyone and their mother having a take as to what's going to be happening in the Super Bowl. So that is something that winds up getting a little bit more heavily bet. But these are games of college football and 
when it comes to the NFL next week that have been up for a very long time. There are some books that they do offer look headlines when it comes to college football. There are some books I know that DraftKings, they're offering lines pretty much for the entirety of the season at this point, but there aren't as many options that you wind up having, obviously. If you're a higher better, you're not going to be able to get the same amount of money right now on, say, insert your random NFL game that is a week one versus a current week one NFL game, but that causes for a lot of people when they wind up seeing it and they either wind up seeing their back cash or not cash to be like, oh boy, we've got to write off this team. We can't trust these guys. We wind up having insert your quarterback here, throw three interceptions. Boy, we can't be taking a look at them or the flip side. You wind up seeing some big giant performance and all of a sudden, oh, this is great. Like, I mean, look no further than the Jacksonville Jaguars a few years ago. I still remember when they wanted coming out, they wanted winning week number one, and they wind up winning in week number one in convincing fashion. They wind up losing every single subsequent game after that. They then hire on Urban Meyer the next season, and boy, that wound up being not so terrific. And we're seeing it with college football as well. We're right now seeing north of a 50-point line in some spots when it comes to the Michigan versus Hawaii game that we're seeing now. Whether or not that is an overreaction, we shall see because, well, it's been pretty grody for Hawaii when you wind up losing on your home field to Vanderbilt by over 50 points. You know that things are not necessarily going the world's greatest for you. And I do think something that is very important when it comes to any sport, whether it be the NFL, whether it be college football, whether it be college basketball, baseball, you're able to go down the line, is to be taking a look at these openers. And you don't necessarily need to be like, you don't necessarily have to be like, well, it's what like one point away from the opener. So there has to be value on where the team has slash has not wanted coming through or anything like that. I do think that a big thing is having your own handicap in mind, not necessarily looking at like reverse line move and things like that, but looking at the line and being like, okay, is the number that I like getting better or is it getting worse? Like say Auburn versus San Jose state. We're just going to throw out there an arbitrary game. If you feel like Auburn should be, we're going to call it a 18 point favorite. We're just going to make up a number here. They open up at 22. Now they're up to a 22 and a half. If you're a backer of San Jose State because you feel like they should be only catching 18 points, do you wind up continuing to let the money trickle in on Auburn? Most likely, yes, in this in this juncture. Meanwhile, if you feel like Auburn should be like a 27-point favorite, so we're going to take the exact opposite. You've got a nice differential right now on Auburn. You've seen the opener, which typically they wind up coming out at Circa, by the way. I think it's really cool that they wind up being first to market with regards to college football lines and you're going to see quite a few dramatic line moves. So if you are someone that's in a jurisdiction in which you do wind up having Circa available, that's a nice little feature that you do wind up getting with that. But with that said, when it comes to something like this, if you wind up making Auburn, like I said, 27-point favor, we're just spitballing numbers at this point, and you wind up seeing it go from an opener of 22 up to 22 and a half at slash 23, that's something that you also want to be taking inventory of because it tells you that there's other people that are on your side as well. And I think that this is so important because in week one of the college football season, the good old theory of you're not betting teams, you're betting numbers. Boy, did that wind up holding true. If you want to go back a few ga- a few days, I mean, anyone that wound up having a bet in that Pittsburgh versus, versus West Virginia game, you know exactly what I am talking about. And it's going to arise at just the... Absolute wrong time where that winds up biting you in the butt. There's going to be a lot of instances in which you're like, well, the line wound up opening up at 
insert your team here laying four. I was able to get it down when I wound up getting the three and it didn't make a dig darn difference at all. And then when you wind up not being able to get that best of the number, that's exactly where it winds up rearing its ugly head. So I would say don't get discouraged if you do wind up having the best of a number in a lot of circumstances and it doesn't wind up coming through for a few bets because the one time that you don't wind up getting it, that's probably the one time in which it is going to wind up nipping you in the butt. So certainly what we wind up seeing in week one of the college football season is that that tried and true theory does wind up coming through. And we did wind up seeing, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, some home teams really being able to come through as well. And something else that is going to be worth taking a look at, and I'm going to be mentioning this when we do take a look at the baseball card as well, is a little bit of takeaway that I wound up having from Sunday, and we're going to be seeing it on Monday's card as well. Some very unexpected pitchers and a lot of guys making their debuts. I think that there might have been quite a few people that forgot that when it comes to September, there are call-ups in Major League Baseball. It's not as ridiculous as it's been in past years. I still remember when Gabe Kapler was managing the Philadelphia Phillies. There was like 57 guys in the bullpen. I think that they wound up ordering a pizza for the bullpen and the pizza was gone within five minutes. I mean, it was just absolutely insane what we were seeing there, but we are seeing some interesting names and if you're someone that is a handicapper baseball you put in all your work in terms of being able to handicap baseball I would say don't quit on it right now if you still have some if you still have some edges in there because there is no point in doing all the work and then just quitting when the going winds up getting good and typically when it comes to baseball and football you're able to manage this quite a bit because some of the most difficult days to handicap in baseball typically on Sundays because of getaway days and Sundays you got the NFL there and a man that does a great job of taking a look at the NFL and so much more. Our very own Dave Tooley here at VEASAN. He's going to be joining me next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team, draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so that way you're able to see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the 
money does not match up with the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that VSIN is here year-round to be able to make you a smarter better. So check out today's betting splits for every single game at VSIN.com. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience and being joined by our very own Dave Tooley. He does a great job as a man that just takes a look at absolutely everything that we wind up getting in darn near every betting market at a view from Vegas. Dave does absolutely terrific work, and it's going to be joining me weekly here on these. If you're out here on the West Coast Sundays, if you're out there on the East Coast, very, very early Mondays. And Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Uh, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, I look forward to this whole season. And, uh, yeah, we sure had a, thr- a thrilling weekend of college football uh, to kick it off. Yep, and we'll, let's start right there. I just want to get some of your takeaways from what we wound up seeing in week one of the college football season because I think that we both agree the number that you wound up getting probably had a little bit of influence as to how good slash bad your week one of the college football season weekend wound up going. But I do think that it was very interesting that we wound up seeing home teams and favorites just absolutely clean up. Yeah, and yeah, again, it's, it's always you know it's always best to get the best number, absolutely. And yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these games, you know, if they didn't land around the number, they were a lot of them within a score of the lines. Uh, you know, you know, you don't see it as much in college football as you do in uh, in the pros. You know, where where teasers are king, and we'll we'll get back, we'll get to those later. Yeah. But yeah, and of the uh, you know, there's obviously you know. Ohio State Notre Dame. Uh, Ohio State did not cover the 17 point favorite in their 21 to 10 win over Notre Dame. Um, we had a couple other games between ranked teams, Georgia, Oregon, Arkansas, Cincinnati. But of the other games where a ranked team is playing an unranked team, yeah, the, they went 13 and 1 straight up. Utah was the only loser uh, against Florida, and you know, they got stuffed on a fourth and one uh, early in the second half. And uh, where they should have had more points, and then they uh, obviously were down there at the end uh, with a chance to at least tie and send it to overtime, and then uh, threw an interception to to seal the loss there. So uh, they favorites were almost fourteen, fourteen zero the the range favorites, but the nine and five against the spread. So uh, yeah, the the ranked team has started off very well, and so yeah, we'll see uh, how how they do moving forward. Yep, and I know that a lot of people like Utah is a little bit of even a college football sleeper as well, or college football playoff sleeper as well. So that one wound up being a little bit tough. And you mentioned it, Dave. I know that you're someone that you're big into taking a look at the NFL. You take a look at a lot of underdogs. And I know that you take a look at quite a few teasers as well. And I know that you've got a pair of teasers that you're taking a look at in terms of NFL week one. Take me through them. And I know that you wound up with regards to the teasers that you wound up making for week one in the NFL, really going through some key numbers, going through the seven and the three on darn near all of them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that that's the way you got to play it. And obviously uh, you know, the books are, have been charging more juice on these six point NFL teasers over the years. So yeah, you want to try and get to where you're only laying minus minus one twenty. You don't, you don't want to go more, more than that and really start lo- losing your edge. But yeah, going through the seven and three are, are very key. Um, I, I sent you a couple of plays. I don't know if they're actually getting put on the screen or not, but I, I, I will I will preface all this by saying that actually on Thursday night, um, the Rams two and a half point home dogs to the Bills in the opener. Uh, I'm probably going to have teasers uh, with the Rams plus eight and a half to all of these other teams I'm going to mention. But yeah, the the chalk teaser I like uh, in the early games: uh, Ravens minus one at the Jets and the Colts minus two at the Texans. Um, I don't think I need to break down. 
you know, what I like about those uh, two teams to basically just win, win straight up. Uh, in the early games, there's also another teaser uh, potential play 49ers. If you tease them down to minus one at the bears, although I'm not as confident in that one, I'm, I'm still skeptical on Trey Lance. So I'm, you know, I'm going to stick with the Ravens Colts in the early Sunday teaser. And then later, in the afternoon game and going into the Sunday nighter, um, I like the Vikings plus eight at home against the Packers. Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, it should be a nip and tuck game. Uh, so you get the advantage of teasing that over a touchdown. And then the Cowboys uh, teased from plus one and a half at home against the Bucks. So we get two home dogs teased up. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that that could very well also be a back and forth shootout. Yep. And what I think is interesting is that you've got two favorites of right around the touchdown range, a little bit more than that, that you wind up teasing down to pretty much just needing to be able to win the game outright. You were able to get within the three. And then you've got two home underdogs that they're in very much a tight line. You tease them up a little bit over a touchdown. When it comes to teasers in general, do you typically wind up going with a little bit more favorites like you wind up doing with regards to the Ravens versus the Colts? Or do you sometimes find yourself go a little bit more with the home underdogs like you wind up doing? Because I know you've got one of each this week. Uh, again, I, I usually, like I did with my NHL uh, first periods a couple of years ago, I, I usually group them by times of day when the games are going off. Uh, I usually don't like to leave open-ended teasers or parlays where then you're then tempted to, you know, hedge, <laughs> you know, hedge back later. So I, I like to use, you know, group them in, in, in games where they're playing at the same time, but between favorites and dogs, I, I do play, you know, again, everyone knows me as a dog player, but I, I do for, play a fair share of uh, favorites teased down. Um, again, they, you know, they're the team that's supposed to win, and and again, I'm I'm certainly not going to lay minus seven and a half or eight and a half uh, with these chalks, but I, I definitely see the value in in teasing them down, and it kind of just you know helps to diversify the portfolio, uh, you know, across all uh, all day Sunday. Absolutely, I do think that it's a good system that you've got keep teasing through the seven and the three on all of your plays. I think that you've done a great job there. We shall see how it winds up turning out, but I know that teasers last year. They were able to do very, very well. And I know that you've been doing very well on your first five system, taking a look at baseball as well. And it's sort of like two systems collide here because I know you've got your first five system and it feels like this is probably completely unintentional, but you're warming up to me saying fade the team that wanted to play on Sunday day baseball into Monday. So let's dive into it. I know that we've got a pair of games out there in the NLS that you're taking a look at. We've got the Diamondbacks. They're going to be on the road facing off against the San Diego Padres with Blake Snell getting the start. And Ryan Nelson is going to be making his MLB debut for Arizona. Hey, guy from our neck of the woods. He was pitching. He was pitching over here in the state of Las Vegas for the Reno Aces. He makes his debut right now with openers at Circa. I'm seeing the Padres minus 210 on the money line, plus 190 on Arizona. Probably should be seeing something relatively similar on the first five. Take me through this one and what you like. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll admit to yeah, lift, lifting your fading the Sunday night baseball teams on, on these two plays. But uh, yeah, I also love that yeah, they're both plus around plus 180 for the game. Again, I, I haven't seen first five lines yet on, on either of these because uh, the uh, the Padres and the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I believe Snell's going Blake Snell for the Padres, and I saw Haney listed one place, but then also you know to be determined uh, for the Dodgers. So yeah, we're we're already in the first five lines. So when I do my two lead takes to the column for the morning, hopefully I'll uh, 
see a little more decisions on that. But yeah, I mean, even if you know get you know somewhere up around plus one sixty, plus one seventy for the first five, I really like it. Uh, Kyle Nelson uh, for the Diamondbacks, zero point nine eight WHIP. Uh, he's he's starting. Uh, the last time he started, he only pitched one inning. So. <laughs> So this could be a bullpen game for the Diamondbacks. But, uh, yeah, he pitched a scoreless inning uh, back in June. And so I think, uh, again, I think, you know, you know, again, fading the Padres coming up the Sunday night game, uh, good good spot here for the Diamondbacks, especially the first half. And uh, the Giants, Logan Webb uh, going, uh, yeah, 11-8, 1.18 whip. So we have a full house there with the uh, record and the – the whip numbers, but they, yeah, I think you can definitely keep the the Giants in the game early against the Dodgers. And you bring up something very important as well as I know that with regards to first fives, typically you're not going to find these up overnight. If you are, you're going to be finding like very stray games. Like we've got a couple early like 10:05 a.m. Pacific time games. Some of those might wind up going up very very late in the night. But what time do you wind up taking a look at some of these first five lines? Because as we know. Sometimes this market can be like the wild, wild west, and it moves very rapidly. Yeah, I, 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 I try to find them overnight if I can. But I, if if they're not, you know, the, the general rule is, you know, most books or the books we should should be betting at uh, have a dime line, ten cent straddle on the the money lines, and uh, but but for uh, for first five they go to twenty cents. So so generally you just look at the game line and uh, usually subtract the dime and it's going to be pretty much in, in the neighborhood. Yep, and sometimes you're obviously going to be finding something if you've got some ace pitcher like Corbin Burns whenever he's healthy, Shane McClanahan, as he's dealing with a little bit of an injury. Those ace pitchers, you're going to find it a little bit more demonstrative typically in those sorts of spots. But certainly when it comes to a normal pitching matchup, you're going to find it. You just wind up doing a little bit of a math and you've got your number there. But Dave, Always appreciate you joining me, my friend. Hopefully you enjoyed what we wound up getting in college football this weekend. And football is back, my friend. Always do appreciate it. Yeah, I had I had a rough uh, time of it this week in college football, but I, I did have uh, Florida State tonight. So <laughs> hopefully uh, carry the momentum into next week. Awesome. Dave does absolutely amazing work. And coming up next, we go to the Rampart, and we're joined by Dwayne Colucci right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. The Sports Betting Network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and it is great to be joined by the race and sportsbook director over there at the Rampart, Dwayne Colucci. Does an amazing job behind the counter and just one of the most friendly men out here in Las Vegas. Anytime you wind up going to the Rampart, you're going to get first-class care and just a great experience in general from those guys and Dwayne, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on the experience, Greg. I appreciate it. And uh, always there for VEASAN. You know that. Absolutely. And what I do know is that football is king around here. I'm sure that you're very excited about it. And just want to get some of your takeaways as to what you want to seeing from behind the counter in week one of the college football season. Because from my viewpoint, favorites were doing pretty darn well this weekend. And the home teams, they were cleaning up as well. Yeah, definitely, Greg. And, uh, you know, I was surprised we did as well as we did at the uh, Rampart South Point because usually plethora of favorites starts coming in, you start to get crushed. And, uh, you know, there were some teams that their MOs were preceding themselves from even the uh, prior week 
or just, uh, you know, preseason grumblings, case in point, Hawaii. I mean, a lot of my public are just doubling down against this team. You know, you have uh, an inexperienced coaching staff, basically, and a team that is really getting blown out at home. I mean, Vanderbilt then again this week. So, uh, you know, you keep your eye on teams like that. And then we had a lot of Michigan backers, obviously, and they came to play. You know, they made a statement immediately, 51 points on the opening week. Then you had games where, uh, you know, North Carolina and App State, where you scored 60-some-odd points in the fourth quarter, Greg. That's unheard of, with the total being at about 57 in that game. So there were a lot of weird happenings, but then there were some great, great late games, and the game tonight was uh, provided instant action. It was just an awesome, awesome matchup, and uh, a lot of people were backing LSU. We opened the game at the Rampart in South Point at two and a half. Game closed at four, so we did take more uh, LSU money, naturally. Uh, SEC team, new coach Kelly, hoping to uh, turn the page, but it didn't work out. You know, blocked extra point, poor special teams at the end of that game, despite coming back and uh, just uh, basically going 90 yards in a minute. So that was kind of disappointing for LSU, whereas Georgia looked awesome. I mean, you know, just blowing out another uh, highly ranked team in Oregon, and Oregon was never in the game. I mean, that was just a masterful performance by Georgia once again establishing that they will be one of the top teams in the country as most of these SEC teams are, Greg. I mean, the the backing, the MO with the first half with Alabama and Alabama, you know, hopefully improving. Uh, it's going to be an interesting season, but it does seem like these favorites are going to run the table as much as they can. Absolutely, and we did wind up seeing a pair of games in which throughout much of the week they were sitting on 17 and a half. That would be the Georgia versus Oregon game and the Notre Dame versus Ohio State game. And I mean, just from being here on the network, just from gauging the way that a lot of people are playing these, it feels like these are two games in which you probably wind up needing Notre Dame. And if I were to guess, you guys probably wind up needing Georgia as well. And both of those wind up coming through. Yeah, Notre Dame really helped. You know, everybody's touting Ohio State. You saw the line movement in that game, Greg. Uh, you know, we opened it a little uh, lower than 17 and a half. I think it was like 14 and a half at the Rampart and South Point when we opened that line. So uh, a lot of our Ohio State backers, and like you said, a lot of people get tempted. You get all the preseason hype. You read all these publications. Ohio State supposed to be in the playoffs. You know, uh, number two ranked team in the country and all that. But Notre Dame is still a solid. Uh, program and you know it's very difficult on opening week to just come out and blow out unless you are well versed and uh, you know Nick Saban knows how to do that he definitely had Alabama ready as opposed to Ohio State who you know I think they had somewhat jitters they were uh, losing in the first half at the end of the first half you had Notre Dame up 10 to 7 and they really had a rally on late and maintained their defense late in the game but a true credit to Ohio State I mean they shut Notre Dame out in the second half and we're going to see how good they really are as this season goes on because they are definitely highly highly ranked and touted throughout this preseason and uh, we're going to see how that plays out I agree with you I do think that it's going to be very fascinating to see what winds up happening I feel like a lot of people saw the number five in front of Notre Dame's name and they felt eh, I don't know if they quite deserve it but I mean through one week even though they didn't wind up winning the game I feel like kudos needs to be given to Notre Dame First-year coach Marcus Freeman clearly had those guys prepared. So credit where credit is due there. And then when it comes to this week in the NFL, I always think that week one is always the most unique week because I always hear from bookmakers when it comes to just any game across any sport. 
Most of the money winds up coming in 40 or 24 hours before kickoff, tip-off, list goes on and on, depending upon your sport. But I feel like this week is a little bit different. How much action have you guys taken in terms of week one in the NFL? Because unlike most normal weeks where you wind up posting up the openers right after you wind up seeing the games that wind up happening on Sunday, these are lines that have been up for many months. Yeah, definitely. We put up uh, at least a month, month and a half ago at the Rampart and South Point NFL week one. And, you know, the Sharps definitely try to jump on those games. And, uh, you know, if they feel we make mistakes as bookmakers, Greg. So, you know, definitely the Thursday night game you're seeing. And I think it was more of the Stafford possible injury status and some of the running back situations with the Rams to where you see this plethora of money on Buffalo two and a half now on the road, a favorite at the Rampart and South point. But again, Buffalo is another team where we have excellent uh, handle and ticket right on them to win not only the AFC, but the Super Bowl and their win total go over. They're very popular in the futures market. And understandably, uh, they swung to be the favorite with the Stafford status up, uh, you know, in the air up until today, where he basically clarified and said there will be no limitations. So this is going to be a great game Thursday night. But like you said, you do get a lot of money. You're seeing the lines. Uh, you know, uh, the Wilson situation. That's why you saw Baltimore move to a key number of seven from the opener of five. You also have the Tom Brady situation where it's starting to level out. We started to get a little more cowboy action. Naturally, they're the home team and a very popular team, but they're playing Tampa Bay. And who's more popular than Tom Brady? So game opened at two, Tampa Bay the favorite, now one and a half at the Rampart and South Point. And you do see a lot of movement early on and you're going to see that massive movement like you said Greg in that 24 hour period up till kickoff that's where we really start to see the money come in and the massive line movements naturally Cleveland you know it's a little deceiving we kind of knew what was going on with Watson so we opened it like you said a month month and a half ago at four and a half but now you're seeing that they're a two point underdog uh, at the Cleveland Browns so you know the Deshaun Watson situation definitely played into that and that was more of an adjustment on who the starting quarterbacks would be. And Carolina also, you know, they were establishing who their starter would be. So you do see when you put these games up, like you said, two months, month, a month and a half ahead of time, a lot of movement, but there are injuries, roster developments, etc. And that also plays into the factor. It's not always just money. Sometimes as bookmakers with players, their player point value comes into play and we have to make those adjustments, especially a guy like Deshaun Watson he is so much more valuable than the projected starter in Brissett in my opinion and uh, you know he will now be sitting out basically almost two full seasons uh, will Deshaun Watson so it'll be interesting to see how if Cleveland is in a playoff mix if he can make a difference down the stretch but players like that definitely equate into the line movement Greg. Yep absolutely to your point you're going to see more movement on Deshaun Watson for instance rather than what we're seeing with the New York Jets and their quarterback situation as well with Zach Wilson getting injured during the preseason as well when you wind up having Deshaun Watson out. It's going to cause for a little bit of a bigger line movement, but with what we wind up seeing during the preseason and just off the field in general, because I know that there was a lot of hubbub as to whether or not Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be moving. He winds up re-upping with the San Francisco 49ers, so perhaps one of those, shall we say, lower teams, one of those teams like even the Cleveland Browns, who we knew were going to be without Deshaun Watson, they wind up losing out on him. With everything that we've seen the last, we're going to call it 
three or so weeks here with the preseason and just what we've seen off the field. Have we seen any big bets as a result come in on the futures market? Well, like I said, definitely the ticket count is very high on the Buffalo Bills, but the Las Vegas Raiders, I mean, it's amazing how everybody is starting to support this team. I think everybody wants a winner in Las Vegas very similar to the Vegas Golden Knights, Greg, where everybody wants to see Adams be a success with Carr. Darren Waller start to mix it up. And when, uh, you know, they had an excellent playoff push last year, playing Cincinnati and pushing them to the brink, and you saw how good Cincinnati was. So the ticket count is really strong. And also the Chargers. There was, you know, the Los Angeles Chargers. There was a big push early on. You're seeing even in some markets, Herbert be about 10 to 1 in the MVP race. So you could also transpire that into their future wagers. They're lower to win the Super Bowl as well as the AFC than I anticipated. So ticket count is very high on the Chargers. Buffalo Bills, though, definitely, and the Las Vegas Raiders are where we took the most, most attraction. And, you know, on the NFC side of the ball, I think a lot of people were leery. You know, you did have that push when Tom Brady announced that he was coming out of retirement. But after that, you know, everything kind of leveled off. You get good Rams money uh, naturally because of the close proximity to Los Angeles. It's going to be a great season, Greg. It is going to be, and it's always great to have you aboard as Dwayne Clucci does amazing work over there at the Rampart. And coming next, let's take a look at a little bit of baseball for Monday right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and pro rankings, plus 
best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full access to VEASAN all the way through the Super Bowl. Or for just $40 a month, see everything that VEASAN has to offer to up your sports betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. First things first, a big thanks to the two gentlemen that wanted to join me the last two segments, Dwayne Colucci. Does a great job over there at the Rampart Racing Sportsbook as the sports director over there. Always lends great insights on this show. And then Dave Dooley, he's over here at VEASAN. Does a great job with all that we wind up doing in terms of our written content, tracking everything that we're getting trend-wise in darn near every single market. Both of those guys do absolutely amazing work. And then on top of what I was talking about with regards to everything that you wind up getting at VEASAN, you also wind up getting pro tips. From all of us over here at VEASAN, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. On those, we wind up giving out one an hour. You're able to sort them by show and by sport. And the one that I've got for you is, I was alluding to this at the top, always be a, be paying attention to openers in any market and being able to gauge the way that the line winds up moving over the week. I do think that it is very important to be gauging these openers, try to be able to take a look to see, all right, do I want to bet this a little bit early? Do I want to be able to take it a little bit late because... I know that we're going to be having David Baker, a professional poker player, on in our number two. And I do think that there are some parallels when it comes to just what we wind up getting in terms of in terms of poker as compared to sports betting as well. Because if you wind up taking the number early, typically you're able to get the best of the number. But at the same time, if you wind up late, if you wind up waiting a little bit, it's as they always like to say: if you're thinking that a guy is bluffing, but you don't know for sure, you're paying for information and you might wind up getting a little bit of a worse line in the case of insert injury here that you're waiting upon. Like, prime example, Matthew Stafford with regards to the L.A. Rams. The longer that you wind up waiting, the more information you wind up getting on that Matthew Stafford injury. But at the same time, whether you wind up liking in this contest the L.A. Rams or the Buffalo Bills, being able to either take the number right away or wait for a little bit more information to see if we wind up seeing a little bit of bounce back that is very important as well because the Rams, they open up as a one-point favorite. We wound up seeing a little bit of money coming in on the Buffalo Bills as the week wound up going all, or as the offseason, I should say, wound up going along because these numbers have been posted for a very long time. Matthew Stafford announcement winds up happening. Line winds up shifting right to a two and a half. And as we wind up getting more information, you think it's going to be good news on the LA Rams front. You probably want to be taking the two and a half right now. If you think that it's going to be bad news on that front and you fear that this number might wind up going to three, you probably want to be taking a look at the Buffalo Bills. So just being able to gauge a number itself to be able to extract value, I think is just incredibly important. And that's important for baseball as well because being able to take a look at some overnight numbers, I do think that that is very important. And speaking of baseball, in hour number two, I'm going to be giving out my DK Nation pick on the diamond for Monday. And do be alert that the game that I'm going to be giving out, it is going to be an AM game. So... Or, well, if you're out here on the West Coast, it's an AM game. If you're out there on the East Coast, it's 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. But it's going to be a little bit of an earlier game since it is Labor Day. You do wind up having a lot of day games in Major League Baseball as a result. But let's take a look at a game that I do think has a very intriguing circumstance as we wind up going 9.55, 9.56 on the betting board. It is the Washington Nationals. They're on the road. They're facing off against the St. Louis Cardinals as Captain Jack Flaherty is going to be on the bump. For the Cardinals, and you've got Anibal Sanchez is going to be on the bump for Washington. Washington is a sizable underdog. Find them as low as a plus 210, as high as a plus 225. And if you do like the St. Louis Cardinals, 
Playing pretty much minus 250 across the board with your total on this game, ranging between 8 and 8.5 on the 8. The juice is on the over, the 8.5. The juice is on the under, but when it comes to the spot, I cannot justify laying minus 250 when it comes to the St. Louis Cardinals. If you want absolutely no part of the Washington Nationals and you think, well, there's no way this team is going to be able to win three straight games because I mean, we wind up seeing it once again for the 10th time since the beginning of the 2003 season. And this is from Ralph Michaels. Does a great job taking a look at just so many trends that we wind up seeing in the sports betting world. But for the 10th time since 2003, we wind up seeing a team wind up winning back-to-back games where they were listed as at least a plus 250 underdog in those games. And has now happened five count them five times this season. If you're someone that you have laid the number with a favorite of minus 275 or greater. So let's say that you're a better that you wind up laying like might you wind up laying $300 to get back a hundred, for instance, just on a hundred dollar scale in terms of these favorites. If you have bet the favorite in every one of these lines, which has been minus 275 or greater, you're down over $1,600 this year. It is cataclysmically bad for you. These big favorites, they have not been able to come through this season. And this is another one of these spots where I think that it's underdog or pass. I personally am going to be taking a shot here on the Washington Nationals because Anibal Sanchez, he's not good. I am not going to tell you that this is a guy that's going to come out. He's going to be like the next coming of Walter Johnson or anything like that. Insert your great pitcher here. But with Anibal Sanchez, the Washington Nationals, are 4-0 in his last four starts. How? Why? I don't know. I'm looking into whether or not there has been some form of sorcery that has come over the Washington Nationals whenever Anibal Sanchez winds up taking the mound. But, I mean, the bullpen behind him has been absolutely tremendous. And there have been some good bullpen performances thus far this season from the Washington Nationals. Carl Woods Jr., Kyle Finnegan, these are guys posting up a sub-3-5 ERA. Erasmo Ramirez has been surprisingly solid in the bullpen. You've been able to get good innings out of Hunter Harvey. So as we help them out now, you take a look at the numbers for Anibal Sanchez. They're not good. He's got a 505 ERA with a fielding independent of 666. He's got to do something about that. Either give up a run or wind up having scoreless inning. We've got to get off of that 666 number just for sanity's sake. But He's been giving up four walks per nine innings, 6.2 strikeouts per nine innings, 2.3 home runs surrendered per nine innings. It has not been great, but why is Jack Flaherty such a big favorite in this spot? Because Jack Flaherty has made three starts this year. He hasn't looked sharp in any of them. He has won three innings or fewer in every one of them. Now, he's made a couple minor league rehab appearances. He was able to go six innings in a few of those. He looked significantly more solid. When he was rehabbing, you take a look at his minor league numbers overall for the season. Some of these were in his first comeback attempt as well. He's got a three ERA at the minor league level overall this season. He's only won 27 total innings, but he's been able to do a solid job at the lower level. But in his three starts at the big league level, a 563 ERA, not lending any length whatsoever. And this is a Cardinals team that one of their better guys at being able to lend multiple innings, actually two of them, Genesis Cabrera along with Packy Naughton. These are guys that are currently out of the fold for the team. They were dealing with an injury to Ryan Elsley. He's come back. He's been rock solid for this bullpen and the Cardinals. They were able to save quite a bit of their bullpen here on Sunday because they were able to get a very good pitching performance from their starter as well. So that does wind up being able to help them out just a tad in this spot. But when it comes to Washington Nationals, all of a sudden they're putting bat to ball. They've put up at least four runs in six out of their last seven games, which I think is pretty unbelievable. You've got Lane Thomas along Luke Voigt, really the only two guys that have a double-digit amount of homers for this team, but you've got Luis Garcia moving the line. 
Joey Manessas has been an incredible story as he's hitting well above a 300. He's a 30-year-old that was a journeyman out there in the minor leagues. He's been able to come up. He's looked very good for this team. And then when you take a look at the flip side for the St. Louis Cardinals, you got to think that they're going to be able to do a solid job of being able to put back to ball themselves as you've got Paul Goldschmidt. Right now, the odds-on favorite to be able to win the National League MVP. He's got right around a 420 on base. He, Nolan Arenado, both are combined north of 60 home runs. And then you take a look a little bit of a dive further and You've got Brandon Donovan, who's been hitting above a 350 at home. The chase for 700 with our good friend Albert Pools continues. He winds up going deep on Sunday. He's now at 695, so that is going to be intriguing to take a look at his usage moving forward because the Cardinals, they're right now finding themselves in a playoff chase, but you know that the Cardinals, they want to, if at all humanly possible, try to give Albert Pools any sort of an opportunity to be able to get 700 as well. So they're sort of trying to piecemeal and balance that together as well. But I do think that the Washington Nationals are going to be able to get a relatively good performance here from Anibal Sanchez. And when it comes to Jack Flaherty, even if he winds up pitching well, I'm just not convinced that he's going to be able to lend a lot of length in this spot. I do not want to have my money tied to Jack Flaherty whatsoever. Now, I do want a little bit of a piece of an over. I did wind up saying Matola at an 8.8, getting anywhere between an 8 and 8.5. You know what? I'm willing to take a shot there because Anibal Sanchez, you just take a look at the numbers and he is going to start to give up some runs. He has been very lucky in these last few starts, but with Jack Flaherty, I don't think that he winds up lending a lot of length. We have seen him just fizzle in his starts here at the major league level this season and really been banged up each other the last two seasons. So I'm willing to take another plus price here with the Washington Nationals. Don't know if they could give me three north of $2 caches in a row, but we're going to see, and I'm going to be taking a look at this total over as well. And when it comes to our number two of the Greg Peterson experience, I'm going to give you guys my play for the MLB card for Monday that I'm going to be writing up for DK Nation, which is going to lead off our number two right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.